Hey, greetings. This is uh, Paul Porter. I'm the author of uh, Blackout, my 40 years in the music business. Yeah, I did a book that I tried my best of giving you an honest view of, you know, how everything is connected, man, in, in my life with, with work and my passion. And for a long time, that's been music and uh, a lot of the times radio. And radio is my focus for today, man. And yeah, it's just changed so drastically over the years over the last 30 years and especially black radio and it's sad to see the voice of you know for a long time the black community just not taking advantage of its power you know it, it's yeah we know about the digital world and social media and all the the options but People still listen to the radio. It still makes billions of dollars a year. But the black programming and the angles of a radio station these days are a lot different in terms of, look, one thing's for sure, the music always has to be good. It always has to be strong if you're at a music station. And how you get there is is the real issue. Like nowadays, everybody uses research. That's the big corporate term. And they do this call-out research. And everybody has research. You know, I recently shared with some folks during a, 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 a informal session of uh, uh, like minds. I said, everybody has research. How come everybody's not number one? And everybody looks dumbfounded at me. But I said, it's how you interpret the research. What you test, the questions you ask, the companies you use. And people lose all the time with research. And that's what's happened to black radio. You know, back in 1988, I started the second urban AC station in the country in uh, Washington, D.C. It was called Magic. It's still there, Magic 102.3. And the idea of the music was to be different, to give an older format for, you know, adults 25 plus, skewing 35, you know, 54. And we did it. But the problem with black radio is they're doing the same exact thing now. <laughs> Playing the same tired records. Nobody wants to hear reasons every three days. Even though I love earth and fire. But <laughs> seriously, it's a shame, man. And the content that happens in between the records is even lazier you know because nobody's involved in real news this this infotainment thing and i'm not saying that radio has to be leaders but it can be a voice and yes black syndication killed black radio you know and i know folks love 
you know, if it's the Breakfast Club or Tom Joyner or Steve Harvey or Michael Basin or whoever, but it killed that connection. It killed it musically. It killed it from a sense of power. Yeah, you can go to the Tom Joyner cruise, but Tom Joyner's not talking about what happened on, you know, 135th Street in New York when you're in New York. <laughs> you know, so anyway, I I can't get on a run, but I I I can say that some of the partnerships that radio can create and some of the branding opportunities and the revenue streams have to be different. And folks are spending it. I'm not going to give you all my tips right now, but there's millions of dollars out there for stations if they're a lot more creative. No, you're not going to have the same large graphs on an audience like you used to, but you can brand it and sell it in different places that makes it appealing not only for listeners, but folks who want to be connected to your brand. And, and sometimes, you know, people are missing chances on a national level to brand your product nationally and you won't do it and it's the flick of a switch. That's scary. Well, that's why I love black radio and that's why I love you too. No matter who you are, all right? I know there's a lot of hate in this world, but nothing but love for you. We'll do it again soon. Uh, you can get my book at blackoutthebook.com. I sign every book there, and I put my phone number in, and it's opened up a lot of new friendships, man. Happy holidays to you all, no matter what you celebrate, man. Enjoy. Enjoy.